Everybody, and welcome back to the Hidden Zoo, where every week or so we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and back with me this week is Blake. Hey, Don. Hey, Blake. How's it going? I'm back from South Dakota. You had fun in South Dakota? It was all right. Yeah, South Dakota. It can't be much better than all right. What did you do in South Dakota? Tell the people. Uh, ate lots of salad that contained no salad. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a South Dakota staple. <laughs> did you have any Snickers salad? I did not. It that- didn't quite get that extreme it was more of the pasta egg mm. and potato variety of salad i've, I've had snickers salad because it's one of my boss's favorite things and so some interns made it for her once and uh it's just it's chopped up candy bars and m&ms and shit like all chocolatey stuff and, and mayonnaise and in in marshmallow fluff and vanilla pudding oh it's really that sounds good. like a mess it's good <laughs> <laughs> it's first probably it's, pretty good. And it's salad. <laughs> yep, salad where it's the salad is just the thing of the the name of the sal of the name of the salad plus mayonnaise. Yep. Yep. So potato salad, yep. potatoes and mayonnaise. Egg salad, eggs and mayonnaise. Egg and mayonnaise. Fruit salad, sometimes mustard. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's it's definitely a Midwest thing where anything you toss together in a bowl, you can call it salad if you really want to. It was hot and humid, mm-hmm. and I went to the we went to the grandma zoo. <laughs> so my all grandma's, grandma's trapped in the grandma zoo; they won't let her out. But so we have to go. You just sat by the window and waved boiled in did, the heat. Did you tap on the window, or did they? Were you not allowed to tap on the glass? Well, they opened up, so it was just screen. Oh, so you could at least talk to the grandma. Yeah, so I could talk to my grandma. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, it was her birthday. How old? Ninety fucking nine. That's very fucking old. Ninety nine. That's kind of insane. Uh, what else? You must have done something else there. I have. Uh, I've just been. Did we do. We did a couple of again. days in the Black Hills. <clears throat> oh, right I, after the fireworks display. So I've been. I've been saving the story to tell you. I'm pretty sure I didn't text it to you. <laughs> Did I tell oh, you? Did I tell you about the adventure my brother and I had a couple of weeks ago? No. Okay. So my brother came down from Fort Wayne to visit, so we could go see Space Jam at a at a big historic theater that runs old movies, and it's like ten bucks a ticket. Why? It's his very favorite movie. He <laughs> loves it. And we were gonna. It was gonna happen the weekend of his birthday in March, but then lockdown happened, so they rescheduled. So we put our masks on and we went to see Space Jam, and it's a terrible movie. Um, First of all, it's very bad. It's like Michael Jackson, Jackson, Michael Jordan propaganda. Like it pretends uh-huh. that Michael Jordan is not the shittiest dude in in the history of basketball. <laughs> and like at at the end of the movie, when near the end, when Michael Jordan ups the ante with the boss of the Monsters, and he's like, "Yeah, let's let's make it more interesting. If if we win, you give my friends their talent back." First of all, they're not his friends. He hates everybody. Nobody likes Michael Jordan. Um, it's, and, and, and if you win, then you get to keep me to take back to your, to your moron mountain amusement park. Okay. Michael Jordan either would not make that bet cause fuck them. He doesn't care. Right. He would just win the game and then go back to the NBA knowing five of his top competitors can't play anymore. Or he would make the bet, win the game. Tell them he has their talent stored in a magical basketball and then keep it on a shelf in his trophy room under glass and go back to playing basketball. But anyway, when he made that bet, my brother leans over to me and he's like, Michael Jordan gambling? What? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm of the, the age to which I, in which I don't know anything about Pokemon and I know Space Jam is dog shit. Yeah. It's, it's like a year, a couple of years the other direction, and it would be very different. It's a very bad... I I might have some kind of nostalgic memories of that god-awful movie where when I first saw it. It's like, oh, I'm in... How, when did that come out? 90-something? I think. 
Mid well, obviously ninety something. Yeah, it was uh, mid late nineties. It was Let's before. Find out. Hey I... Siri, when did Space <laughs> Jam come out? Which one? I found three. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stars of Space Jam. Nineteen ninety six. That's okay. I knew I we moved to California in ninety seven. And I knew it was before then, but it wasn't too much before then. So I was well, what, fourteen? Yeah. I guess. I was, or I was fourteen. Yeah. I was Why probably, you damn well that was a shitty movie. <laughs> I turned thirteen that year. I was probably twelve when it came out. And uh I I, I fucking love the Looney Tunes though. Like that's kinda where I didn't realize it was shitty until I was an adult. Was because I just loved anything having to do with the Looney Tunes at that point because all we had was old stuff. Ooh, do you still have your Thug Tweety jacket? No, my brother has a Toon Squad jersey. My sister got him for Christmas a few years ago, though. I told him he should have worn it. So, anyway, The Adventure. The movie is a bad movie. Don't watch it. And I mean, unless you like watching bad movies like we do. Uh, we're we're driving up north on uh, I-69 to get... Because the, the theater is in a suburb south of Indy. And a minivan has a massive blowout right in front of us. Like like chunks of the tire hit my windshield. Whoa. And he pulls over to the side of the road. And we had to slam on our brakes to avoid rear-ending him anyway. So we pulled over to see if he needed any help. <clears throat> and it's a dude. And who I assume is his uh, wife and daughter. Wife and son. Excuse me. I'm wrong. And more on that in a moment. Um, <laughs> Did they escape? No. Uh <laughs> Um, so, uh, so they're, they're black and the guy is just like, he's like, oh man, I'm so, I, I, I'm worried I was, I had broken your car. I'm like, no, the car is fine. Do you guys need any help? He's like, yeah, maybe, you know, see, let's see what we can do. And it was a 2002, uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. It, it's one of the, one of the cars that has the, the spare tire instead of being inside the car and like under some shit was mm -hmm. bolted to the chassis underneath the car. And we... For an hour in the fucking sweltering heat. It must have been 90 degrees and 80% humidity. It was insane. Tried really hard to get this tire off the car. And we could get it loose, but we couldn't get it off. Something had just... like it had never, He said it had never come off the car. So in 18 you years... You to, like, lower it with something? Yeah, it, you get into the back of the car, and it's, it's held up by a peg... Uh, that is attached to steel cable. And so in the back of the car is a little hex nut, same size as a, as a lug nut. And so you take your, your tire iron and you spin that hex nut and it lets the cable out. And it's just supposed to gently lower, lower the tire down, down yeah. with the cable. Well, the cable would come out and the tire was still just looser and you could spin it, but it wouldn't come down any further. And mm -hmm. we just pounded at it with a hammer. We tried to lever it out. We did everything. We couldn't get it out. Guy calls a couple of friends. No one's going to come help him. Uh, and, like, at one point, he's pounding on it with my brother. And I just, like, got up, drank some water, and said to the kid, because uh, he, he was like, yeah, we oh, we just drove, like, 10 miles down the road just to get shoes from my son. And I said to the kid, do you at least get nice shoes? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so it was worth it. <clears throat> so and, and nothing, it's not coming off. We determined it's not coming off. The guy calls a couple of friends. No one's going to come pick him up. So he says, hey, can you take me, can you take me to my house? I actually own a tow truck. And, you know, I could actually come get it and, and haul it up and tow it back to my place. And we're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, we're not, we're not in any hurry right now. It's, it's totally out of our way, but who gives a shit? We're, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. We already stopped and held this guy for an hour. Uh so we're driving back to his house, and he's telling us all about all the cars he owns and how, like, he could have taken the Toyota, he could have taken the Honda, he could have taken this, he could have taken that. But he chose to take the damn van, just, like, not knowing what was going to happen. Like, he felt that something was off with the wheel. Like, he could feel it driving, and they were trying to get off at the next exit. And then, uh, and then he says, yeah, so at my other house, that's where one of my bitches is. Now, now <laughs> in the car, that's my baby mama, but we don't fuck anymore. Just, just be clear. We, she, we, we love each other, you know. It, 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 but we don't fuck. But we raise the kid, you know. If if he needs something, I'm there, and she needs something, I'm there, and she's there for me. But we don't fuck. And then he tells us in graphic detail the story of how the boy was accidentally conceived. 
at cool Cedar, new, cool new friend at Cedar Point ten years ago. At Cedar Point, <laughs> he's like he's like yeah. So we went back to the hotel room, and she's like oh, oh let's fuck let's fuck. And like, I'm not trying to get nobody pregnant. So I said I said no. I want to just you know just you know suck the dick. You know just go down and just give me a little head. And she's sucking and sucking, and it's just like oh, oh it's just like bad. And I'm just like oh baby that's so good. And, oh I fucking hate pretending. And like this, the long and the short of it was she was so bad at sucking dick he just had to fuck her. <laughs> and then she got pregnant. Wow, so, what a cool story. That's that's one of his one of his kids. And then he's like, "Yo, you guys like are so appreciate I so really appreciate you guys stopping. Like most people wouldn't stop cuz he says he's a most direct quote. Most people play that skin color bullshit." We're like, "Yeah, that's true. They totally do." Uh, <laughs> but like, no, it's not a big deal. Like it's I I kept telling him, "I've been fucked on the side of the road enough times and wish somebody had stopped for me." Like it's just it's it's fine. Well, you know, you know, you can. I, I'll give I'll give you my phone number. You can text me, and I'll meet you halfway, and like give you a case of beer. And I was like, I don't drink. And my brother's like, Yeah, I'm a recovering alcoholic, so I don't drink either. And uh, and the guy laughs. He's like, Okay, okay, cool. I mean, I'm, I mean, I get it. I get it. I drink beer, and then like almost like he's testing us. Like, and I smoke that good weed too. <laughs> and my brother's like laughs. He's like, yeah, I smoke, I smoke, I smoke good weed too. And uh, you know, we get to his, we get to his uh, house. Well, first of all, we get to his neighborhood, and we drive by a really nice park. And he says, if you look through there between those trees, you can see my uh, tow truck. I had to hide it from the police. <laughs> and, and then we pull into his neighborhood, and he points to the two houses he owns in the neighborhood across the street from each other. And all the cars he was telling us he owns, they're all on the street or in the driveway of either one of the houses. And he's, like, telling it's everyone in the neighborhood. It's, like, these two white kids getting out of the car. Well, kids, I'm fucking almost 37. These two white guys. My brother's <laughs> yeah. 32, 31 now. Two white guys getting out of the car. And he's, like, telling everybody, hey, they stopped on the side of the highway. I had a blowout, and they helped me out. And the response from everybody is just, like, real cool just like okay whatever and then he takes he's like come on in the house wash your hands because we still had like you know grease and rust and shit all over our hands introduces us to uh his family like his sisters who were living in that house he's telling them, hey these guys stopped on the side of the road to help me out and like every woman in the house the response was every one of them the response was okay just like he's so excited <laughs> and they're just like okay he's like get him some mountain dew you guys want mountain dew no we're cool Come on, get him some. Come on, take some. Okay, fine. We'll have some Mountain Dew. Yeah, we'll have some Mountain Dew. So he gave us some Mountain Dew. Did he have any purple stuff? No, just, just regular Mountain Dew. And then he shows us the the, the tow truck again, just like you know, th- profusely thanking us. Shows us around the house, and, uh, and you could tell like one of his neighbors really doesn't like white people. And we, we get, Why are you bringing them in here? We're, we get in the car, we drive off, and that one looks like a cop. <laughs> And my brother's like, man, if dad was with us, he would have been super pissed that that one neighbor clearly hated white people. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but no, we, yeah, we kind of have it coming. And that's when we realized that he had loaded the, the tire on the rim in the back of my car. And, and it was still there. And we, and we were like miles away. And I wasn't about to turn around and go back into a neighborhood where obviously like it was kind of hostile for us and he may not still be there. Mm. Um, and, uh, we're laughing about it, and he like seemed like a, like a, a, he seemed to take everything in like in stride, like in really good humor. So we both thought like he's probably just gonna go, oh fuck, those white boys have the tire. That's okay. I got seventeen cars and a tow truck that I have to hide from the police <laughs> for reasons. Yeah, and so we're about halfway <laughs> to my house, and my brother, who is a music producer, he's an independent music producer in Fort Wayne. He's absolutely brilliant, and he but he, he does mostly hip hop, and so uh, he he works mostly with black artists. And he, in his head, it's probably true, but it, it, he had he he feels like he has a, he's more in touch with the black people than other white people are, and so he tries to be like the voice of the black community in <laughs> in, in certain ways. And so we're so we're halfway to my house, and he's like, "That always so, goes well." It's like, "So Don, just just in case you didn't know." That dude was a straight gangster. I'm like, yeah, I picked that up from the weed, the two houses, the 12 cars, the <laughs> tow truck. <laughs> Jesus, how stupid do you think I am? <laughs> I don't think he's putting in extra shifts at the office. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that was that was my adventure a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Moral of the story, stop to meet people, uh, help people on the highway, and interesting things might happen. Should ask him if he had some lean some lean get that, get that scissor Ooh, 
no, I know too many people die drinking that scissorp. <laughs> I don't want to get slizzard. It's bad for you. Mm, yeah. Codeine. So. Oh, yeah. And then later that night, my brother locked me out of my own house. Cool. What is it? <laughs> what a good time. Yeah. It was That's cool. way better than yeah. South Dakota. No, South yeah. Dakota was all right. I guess. Yeah. And, and, and then he left. It was like 1030 at night, still hot as balls. I'm just sitting there waiting for my wife to get home with the keys. Luckily, I had my phone. And before he left, he's like, hey, so I'd apologize, but I've never been chastised for locking a door before. So bye. <laughs> Fair. Okay. <clears throat> so what are we what, doing this week? Yeah. What am I doing this week? No, I mean for this. Oh, for this, this episode. show that we're so recording I got you, right now. I, I got you another. I, t- I told you last time you you were able to make your own show. That that I was going to toss another AI dungeon your way. And even though we did one last week, I have a different one ready for you this week. Because cool. last, last week's turned out pretty good. I think you will agree as I read part of it to you before we started recording. Not a single net gun, though. <clears throat> no, there were no net guns. Uh, there, was a, there was a lantern that came out of nowhere. And a questionable denial of uh, sexual assault intentions. That, that's pretty great. Mothman's like, I'm definitely not going to do that. Yeah, I, I know you didn't mention it. I just just get that out there. Let's put just that in out case front you were street. wondering. Put that right that. out. Now I'm not going to bury the lead. I have no intention of rape. Thanks, Mothman. Oh, that's good to know. That's what everybody who doesn't want to sexually assault me says. <laughs> cool. He's definitely not getting his dick out for any reason. No, no, that moth dick is staying inside <laughs> his moth torso. All right, so, so he gets kicked in it, <clears throat> right in his penis and balls. <laughs> here's a special one just for you. Okay. The title of this adventure is Team Barf Team Activate. Oh, sick. You are a rookie agent of Team Barf Team. You have been tasked by Bigfoot to infiltrate a secret Russian facility full of zombie Hitlers. Oh, You're- man, there's it's full of them? Yeah. Your mission is to airdrop in from the Barf Team Zeppelin and kill all the Hitlers. Bigfoot has instructed you to be as stealthy as possible, and if anyone sees you, you are to eliminate them. You are currently in the stealth car- mission. Yeah. You're currently in the cargo bay of the Barf Team Zeppelin. Before you is an array of weapons. You can take whatever you can fit on your person. Zeppelin pilot Chris Hemsworth radios back to say you are in position and can jump <laughs> when ready. What do you do? Ooh, uh, let's see. What kind of weapons do I? What are my options? Whatever you want. What, whatever I want. Yeah, we're Ooh, just gonna I be stealthy. We're just gonna assume that it has like a full loadout of every weapon you can imagine. All right, I want a. Let's see. What is that? The suppressed MP5. Okay. That thing. I can't remember what. Let me look that up. <laughs> okay. So right. you know we get the details right, but it's that. Well, yeah, like an archer. There's a specific name for a suppressed MP5? Yeah, there's one that's got an integral, integrated suppressor. Okay. Well, right now I have typed in pick up a suppressed MP5, but if you come up with... Yeah, dope. I got that. Okay. Is that what it's called? Uh, where is it? <laughs> You're there's supposed to know these things off the top of your head. MP5 SD. Pick up an MP5 SD. I got one of those. Because this is a stealth mission. Okay. It's thinking. Also, I want a... Ooh, do I want a Delisle carbine? You <gasps> grab an MP5 SD submachine gun. It's big, but you can easily slip it in your duffel bag and bring it with you. You move towards the door and wait for the signal. Now, you, you you don't have to. You can, get, you can, can get, get more, more weapons. You can or get more weapons. Just get like a shitload of ammo for this one. It's up to you. You're, you're, you're the rookie. How do you want to play this? Ooh, I want some grenades, too. Okay. Pick up some grenades. I'm going to assume it's just going to give you as much ammo as you need, given that it tends to invent things out of whole cloth. <laughs> it's just, it just is going to do whatever I need to do for this. You grab four frag grenades. They are big, but you can easily slip them into your duffel bag and bring them with you. <laughs> That's what it says. You move towards the door and wait for the signal. You hear someone calling your name. It's Team Leader Bob. Oh, do I... Oh, like, do I have a knife? Uh, I, n- not unless you pick one up. I want to... 1918 knuckle duster trench knife. Pick up a 1918 <laughs> knuckle. <laughs> you know, for punching and stabbing. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that one of the ones with uh, spikes on the knuckles? On the grip? A little, a little bit. There's a little bit of... 
spike to it. You grab a trench knife and some grenades. All right, we have to make an entrance. Get it, Bob says. Keep your ears open for the command to enter the mansion. That's when you go in. Oh, so Marty on the ground or what? Uh, no, <laughs> it's just invented team leader Bob for you. Oh, and he's giving me my detailed briefing. Yeah, and you can talk to him. Remember, you can tell. And if you don't like how something turned out, we can always go back and redo it. Oh, but, I'm fine with going in the entrance, I guess. Okay. Do you want to say anything to him? I just give him a thumbs up and a wink. Give Bob a thumbs up and a wink. I spelled wink wrong. Let's see what it does. I'm trying to type too fast. You give Bob a thumbs up and a I wunk. Bob leaves the room and returns with a walkie-talkie. I'll keep in touch and good luck, Bob says. This had better be the last trip to the bathroom you'll be taking for a while. Ha ha, Bob. See you at the front, you say. <laughs> you definitely want to go to the bathroom before you put your parachute harness on. So go to the bathroom. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go pee. Go pee. Go pee. God, I wonder what Bob's going to say about this. You go pee. You walk into the bathroom and lock the door. You pull out your dick and begin to pee. (laughs) That's graphic. (laughs) After finishing, you flush the toilet, then you wash your hands. Suddenly, the door opens and three men enter the bathroom. You quickly turn to confront them, dropping the soap. (laughs) What? Like a prison rape battle now? I guess. Um, I just walked by them. Excuse me. Uh, walk by. Pardon me as I walk past them. Say pardon me and walk past them. <clears throat> I hope they're polite. You walk past the men and go to the exit of the bathroom. Outside, you see Bob waiting for you. How'd it go in there, Bob asks. <laughs> Every, uh, great, Bob. Great, Bob. <laughs> You say, great, Bob. You run past Bob and back to the main room of the Zeppelin. You hear a kaboom sound and the lights go out. You are in complete and utter darkness. Shit, you shout. Suddenly, a red laser sight appears on your chest. Uh, I, I do a, like a cool uh, Gears of War roll <laughs> away from it. I'm going to say ninja roll. Forward roll. Do a cool forward roll away from And I come laser. up with my submachine gun ready to go like i just pop up with it and it's dark so i can see where the laser is and i just shoot him because i can do that (laughs) okay god let's see how it parses this is a pretty complex sentence a lot of things you roll forward and get the gun ready the laser sight looks like it is coming right at you you shoot out the window and break it you shoot the red dot off to the side and hit a metal container sending it crashing to the floor sweet can i grab my parachute and go jump out we'll pretend that is quick and not difficult Uh and time consuming (laughs) and you need the help of someone else grab my parachute and jump out of the zeppelin You run to the side and grab your chute. You jump out of the broken window. You open your chute and drift down to the mansion below. When you land, you realize you forgot your pistol on the Zeppelin. Damn it. It's okay. You got a suppressed uh, submachine gun, a trench knife, and some grenades. Okay. Next. All right. I'm going to stealthily approach the mansion. Stealthily approach the mansion. You sneak towards the mansion and notice there are lights on in some of the rooms. A guard walks past you and doesn't even notice you. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, by the way, I have this on a mode where you can't die. It's more interesting if you can't die. (laughs) So it's a choose my own adventure with little consequences? Yep. Let's see. So what are my options for entry? Can I? There's windows? Yep. Presumably there's a door. I didn't invent the mansion. I'm going to find the door. Okay. Find the door. You walk up to the mansion and find the door. You look around and notice there is no doorknob. Suddenly, a security guard walks in and says something in Russian. You figure you can hide in the bushes outside the door. Okay, I hide in the bushes outside the door. (laughs) I guess that was easy. Did it work? I don't know. 
You hide behind some bushes. The security guard walks up to the door and looks around. He sees you, but doesn't seem to care. You realize you can sneak attack him. Uh, I'm just going to punch him with my knife. Knife punch. Punch him with the knife. I wonder how it's going to figure that out. You run up to the guard and punch him. He collapses to the ground, but doesn't die. He pulls out a gun and points it at you. You realize this guy must be on the take. Otherwise, he would have killed you by now. I punch him again. <laughs> punch him again. You knock him out with one punch. You drag him into the bushes and hide him under some leaves. That was risky, a voice says. You turn around and see Kairos standing there. <laughs> Kairos? Yeah. So I know who Kairos is, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> who is Kairos? <laughs> Kairos is there. We can ask him who he is. Who are you? Who are you? I just love it when it invents characters for it you. It just throws in some and they're named. I'm Kairos. That's who I am. Don't you recognize someone who has spoken to you? I'm a bit of a sociopath. You can't trust most people and never let them know your real thoughts. Um, I'm going to blast Kairos with my gun. Because I can't trust him. <laughs> I blast him in the face. And with MP5 SD. Blast Kairos. Right in, in his dumb face. sociopath face. Right, right in his dumb <laughs> sociopath face with the MP5 SD. Quiet, it's quiet. You raise your gun and shoot Kairos right in his stupid face. He falls backwards into the bushes. You hear him scream as the leaves in his face catch fire and turn to ash. <laughs> you walk up to him and shoot him in the forehead. Fuck you! <laughs> wow, I'm pretty good at violence. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in the door now. Okay. Oh wait, I kick him once. Kick, <laughs> kick Kairos once. Yeah, I mean, Barf team doesn't take no slouches. You got to be good mm. at violence, even to be a rookie. You kick Kairos once. He screams in pain and then nothingness. Your job is done. You find a bed and pass out. In the morning, you wake up in a bed. A massive four-feet-tall mutant with crab claws in place of hands comes into the room. <laughs> okay. Now, we can ride this out, or we can right. back it up and I'll try say, it. Wait, uh, do what now? We can go back and try something else. Um, no, okay, I'm you're really happy. Okay. interested oh, in this crab. And remember, mutant. if you don't know what to do, I can just hit enter. And it will auto-generate the next, the next thing. The next thing. Um, what do I want to do yeah. relevant to this crab mutant? <laughs> I'm going to say, a crab mutant, question mark? A crab mutant? Yeah, Cairo sent me to find you. You need to get out of here. Why would Cairo send you to find me? Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, I'll say that's cool. That's cool. Well, I don't work for him, and I could use a powerful ally. Do you think I'm powerful, you say? I believe if I was in the same situation you were in, I'd want an ally powerful enough to kill Kairos. The mutant nods. Uh, I'll say, how do you feel about Hitler zombies? <laughs> I believe that was the original mission, right? Yep. How do you feel about Hitler zombies? I don't have a problem with them. They'll do what we tell them. You walk outside and the air is filled with the smell of death and decay. A large black carriage pulled by four undead horses travels toward you. So are there... There's... <laughs> what? Uh, I watch the carriage pull up. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. This went off the rails. You watch as the driver of the carriage gets off his horse. He walks up to you. Greetings, sir. You must be the man Cairo sent for. It's just invented a fucking protagonist here. Like a whole, yeah. A dude who's really important to the mythos. And I'll you... say, that's me. Take me to the Hitler zombies. <laughs> You kind of abandon your mission. 
You say, that's me. Take me to the Hitler zombies. Very well. Get in. You get in the carriage. The mutant drives to a large fortress in the mountains. You pass by hordes of the dead on the way there. This is where we keep our most important minions. I assume that's the carriage men talking. Hmm. What happened to my crab mutinous? Did he come with me? I don't know. Hmm. Um, I'm going to ask him, hey, where's my crab mutant? Hey, where's my crab mutant? I hope it didn't forget the crab mutant. I don't know. Kairos gave him to me when I arrived. You're out of things to say, so you fall asleep. In the morning, the mutant wakes you up. Get up. We're here. You look outside, and it's the mountains. My narcoleptic character is falling. (laughs) And I'm going to ask him again. Hey, where the fuck are my Hitler zombies? (laughs) Damn it. I can't type tonight. You have to hear me type and, and delete shit over and over and over again. I don't know. When we arrived, the driver took them. You punch the mutant in the face and get out of the carriage. You start walking into the fortress. It's only a few minutes later when you hear gunfire and the howling of dead men. Ooh, I'm going to go check that shit out. I run to it. Run to the gunfire and howling. <laughs> I like that it knows you're violent without provocation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, he's probably going to just hit something. You run as fast as you can to the fortress. You see a small horde of the dead in the distance, but they aren't yours. A group of five dead men guards a small opening in the mountain. A staircase goes down in front of it. You wonder what's going on. I'm going to blast them. Blast the dead men. By the way, dead men is capitalized for some reason. Hmm. That's part of their brand. Yeah. Dead men. Trademark. Lots of copyright. Mutants. You blast the dead men in the head. They go down. You walk downstairs into the opening. What you see is unbelievable. There's a room filled with treasure. The walls are covered in gold and silver coins. There's also jewels and precious stones. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to get a handful of that to put in my pocket. Get a handful of treasure and put it in my pocket. So you're gonna you're looting now? Hell yeah, I'm in a treasure room. Fair. Well, you, grab, you grab as much treasure as you can and put it in your pocket. After taking enough, you head back upstairs. You see a note on one of the dead men. It says, Dear Traveler, welcome to our little hideout. Uh, I'm going to go check out the fortress. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a dead end. <clears throat> On a a dead man. You head into the fortress and take in your surroundings. The place is huge. There's a huge palace in the center that looks like it's four stories tall, surrounded by small houses for the dead men. You see dozens of them going about their daily activities. So I just found a zombie village. Apparently. It's inside a fortress. Uh Uh-huh. With a huge palace inside the fortress. I'm going to go to the palace. What did dead men do for their daily activities? I don't know. Like, are they mowing their dead lawns? Uh, <laughs> possibly, I guess. Being ch- repeated, repeatedly checking their dead mail. <laughs> oh, it's not here yet. Opening and closing their dead refrigerators, hoping that they notice something new. <laughs> oh, still the same old condiments. You enter the palace and see a large table surrounded by chairs. At the head of the table is a large tank. Inside is a mutant with bright pink hair. She looks similar to a beautiful woman, only dead. Hello, a she says. Tank mutant? A dead tank mutant. Beautiful woman, dead tank mutant with pink hair. I'm going to go tap on the glass. I'm like say aggressively. Tap, I'm like, going to say tap, tap on the tap, tank tap, tap, tap. so it knows exactly what you're tapping on. Aggressively. The tank rolls around in her seat, trying to see who is tapping her. She lets out a horrible screeching howl. Ah! You're the human! You're the... the. You grab her throat and squeeze. The monster stops making noise. Jeez. I just wanted to be irritating. I just, like, murder everything. You killed the first two guys you ran across. I'm gonna let go. Let go. Let go. Maybe she'll survive. The girl stops struggling and looks at you. Don't do that again, she says. You sit down and put your head against the table. Now, tell me your name. 
Karth, you say. Tell me about yourself, about yourself, Karth. Um, I'm from a Zeppelin, and I'm here to kill Hitlers. <laughs> I'm here to kill Hitlers. It invented your name, too. Which is it weird. just gave me a new name. Super. <laughs> the girl lets out a disturbing laugh. That's it. That's all you get. I'm going to tap on the glass some more. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and this time you're going to tap on the glass and, and like rip an eyeball out or something. He'll be like, <laughs> oops, hold on. I, let me, I go back. I was still in save function. We go back to do. Because it had her tap on the glass in response to you telling her oh. to tap on the glass. <clears throat> That's no fun. The girl stops laughing. What the hell do you want, she asks. I'm bored. Can I go kill some Hitlers? The girl thinks for a second. All right, but only because you're so interesting, she says. Thanks. So what? Just tell me where the... Just tell me where the damn Hitlers are. Grant's probably have to put a pin in this pretty quick, huh? Yeah, probably. Might end on another cliffhanger. TB continued. Yeah. I mean, I went a little long with the story of my adventure. The girl tells you that the hideout is around the corner and a few meters down the hall. I want to kill the Nazi bastard who runs this place, you say. I thought you'd say that, she replies. You walk down the hall and into another room. And come to think of it, Alina never responded if she was going to come to a video chat or not. So we can try. Uh, guess we'll see. Yeah, we still got ten minutes. Okay, you walk down the hall and into another room. What's in this room? Gonna look around. I'm gonna look in the room. I'm gonna peek around the corner and look in. Scooby-Doo style. <laughs> peek around the corner into the room. There's a large stone fireplace in the middle of the wall. You hear the pitter-patter of little feet. You see a child's reflection in the fire. It looks like a skeleton with red skin, empty eye sockets, a snout, and little fangs. Throw a grenade in there. See, this is not doing you any favors in the extreme violence immediately department. It's, it, it remembers. Well, it's being kind of shitty, and I'm going to punish it. You run back to the hall and peek around the corner. The hallway is filled with smoke and flashing lights. You blink several times to get your eyes to adjust. You see several burnt corpses on the ground. <laughs> I'm going to check them out. Yeah. You just kill a bunch of people, including what sounded like a baby zombie werewolf. Good. <laughs> you see that they're all children. <laughs> oh no, younglings. They're skeletons with flesh still on them. They're not even eating corpses. They're just completely naked. You try not to look at them as you head down the hall. You keep an eye out for the pink-haired girl. I laugh and say, the younglings. Laugh and say... That's a Star Wars reference. You laugh and say, the younglings. That's a Star Wars reference. <laughs> Perfect. A voice calls out to you in German. Karth, Karth, the voice says. I'm glad you're here. Could you kill these two for me? They're a little too old for this place. You see two identical dead men standing next to a doorway. <laughs> All right, I'll shoot those two. Sure, why not? I shoot them and say, sure, why not? <laughs> or maybe uh, the order is not important. No, not really. I don't know. Maybe it's super important. I'd probably say that first. Sure, why not? And then I shoot. <laughs> you shoot the two identical skeletons in the chest. They let out a pain moan and collapse to the ground. You walk inside the room. It's a large circular room with many tunnels. In the very middle of the room is a stone dais. I'm going to climb up there. Climb onto the dais? Mm-hmm. It's bouncing back and forth between horror and, like, D&D. &D. Yeah, it doesn't know what it wants to do. You walk up to the stone dais and sit down. The tunnel begins to move. What the fuck, you say? You look around nervously. Then you hear a noise from the tunnel. It's going up, a voice calls out. I look around for the voice. <laughs> Dummy, you can't see a voice. 
You can only hear it. All right, for where the voice is coming from. You see the tunnel beginning to ascend. You look around for the speaker, but don't see him. Who's there, you ask? Do you feel colder, closer to death, the voice asks? I say no, bitch. (laughs) Ah, fuck. No, bitch. Do you feel compelled to follow the path? You look around nervously. Are you sure? There's nothing at the end of the, this path but death, the voice says. Fine. I run down the path. Wait, we're not done yet. <laughs> Fine, I'll go back down, you say. The cold is almost over- overwhelming. I run down the path. God, you're just tempting fate now. Well, it's just going to put me in some entirely new place with a bunch <laughs> of new shit. So I don't know. It's been pretty consistent about the dead men for a while. <laughs> Now you're in a stadium. You it is two stories. There are dead men. <laughs> and a pink-haired mutant girl in a tank. <laughs> you begin to descend down the tunnel. You can feel the dark presence drawing you in, filling you with energy, the voice says. Give in. Embrace the dot, dot, dot. You feel a pain in your head as the voice is cut off. You quickly descend towards your death. I embrace the nothing. <laughs> embrace the nothing. <laughs> God, what's it going to do with this? You look down and see an endless void. You feel as if your soul is being ripped apart. You let out a terrified scream. Oh my, I'm not sure you're ready for this, the voice says. We'll continue this later. Um, how about I transform? Just transform? Yeah, I transform. Or yes, the, the character. See what it does with that. <laughs> <laughs> see if it lets me become like a werewolf. Or... You transform into a wolf. <laughs> Yes! The pain of, The pain of the change overtakes you, and you let out a pained howl. You stand there shuddering. Your body shakes and shudders, reforming. The pain is too much to handle. Red, I just transformed into exactly what I wanted to? No way. Um, I, I triumphantly howl. But like, like, a, like a triumphant flexing howl. Triumphantly howl and flex muscles. And flex. (laughs) Your muscles bulge. Your body is covered with a thick fur and your teeth become sharpened, curved fangs. You let out a satisfying howl. Are you ready to get started, the voice asks. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, this got cool real quick. I have no idea where this is going and I'm not sure where we've been. You say, hell yeah. I'm just going to let it ride because it did not give us anything extra. So didn't do I'm, anything? Yeah, didn't do anything. You say, hell yeah. Let's get started, shall we? You look around. You see a red button on the wall illuminated. Go ahead and press it, the voice says. We have a lot to cover. You step forward and press the button. Cool. I didn't get a choice on that, huh? <laughs> no. I like how half of this it just decides yep, for just, me. Yep, that's it's, you fall asleep. It's great, but also kind of annoying. So now what happens? Because I already did push right, the button. I'll, so we'll just hit enter and see what it does. You step forward and press the button. A hatch in the floor opens, revealing a cube. You recognize it as the red matter generation chamber from the time machine. A few people enter the room, holding large blue screens. They look at you, shocked. What in the? One of them asks. Um, I go back in time. <laughs> it's a time. It said it's a time machine. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> I'm a I'm a time traveling werewolf. Yeah, you've got the red matter generation chamber. You step into the chamber. The others enter behind you. A thick mist begins to emanate from the cube. The room begins to shake. Suddenly, a portal opens above the chamber. You watch as a helicopter opens fire on the chamber. Through the portal, I guess. I jump in the portal. I guess you're and not going go back, back to time. Vietnam. I mean, I guess that could be where the portal leads. <laughs> you jump into the portal, landing in the present. The mist from the portal dissipates and you look around. You notice a large cave entrance not far from your position. You look at the others, who seem equally confused. This isn't the mission objective. You can fucking <laughs> say that again. <laughs> no shit. I'm going to run in the cave. Because why not? It'll just put me in a whole new setting. <laughs> 
You run into the cave, and then you find yourself inside a submarine base. You run into the cave, transformed into a fearsome beast. You stop short, noticing a massive human figure carved into the wall of the cave. You look at the others with confusion. What the fuck, you growl? The others stop to look at it, too. The others? Yeah, the other time picked up some. Yeah. Picked up some friends? Yeah. They came back in time with you to the present. Back, back in time to the present to find a cave. Yeah. I'm, I keep going into the cave. You're not curious at all about the massive human figure? Not even a little bit. Totally, It's going to be totally irrelevant. <laughs> it could be the most relevant. It could be a, a zombie Hitler. I doubt it. <laughs> you turn back around and begin walking towards the massive human figure. No, oh, I guess that's not going to let me. You stop again, noticing another one, except this time the figure is covered in ceremonial knives, many of them large blades. The figure is holding a large knife, which seems to be sacred text. Um, I'm going to take the take that knife. Take the large knife. To add to go with your other knife, because you, yeah. pr- you probably still have your grenades and your MP5. You mm-hmm. grab the knife and it's suddenly very heavy. You feel a surge of power run through you and you howl into the moon. You're covered in a thick fur like that of a wolf, except it's black. We have to kill the alpha, and that's a quote. I don't know who's saying it. All right, um, I do that. Do that. <laughs> Now it's just full bore into a werewolf story. Oh, it's taking a while. It's like, do that. Do what? What the fuck? <laughs> Kill the alpha. The AI doesn't don't know what to say. Alter, undo, or try again. How about I kill the alpha? Kill the alpha. Come on, AI. You charge forward, running towards the figure. You leap forward, swinging the large blade. The knife pierces the figure's body, who falls to the ground. You pull the knife out of the body and howl into the moon. We have killed the Alpha, another quote without a tag. I just fucked up a statue, apparently. I, that's what I got out of this. Um, then I'm going to stab the other statue. Somewhere Bigfoot is really upset that you haven't reported back and that the Hitler zombies are still alive. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to talk to Bob on the radio next. <laughs> we have killed the Alpha. Oh, boy. It's just chugging along. It didn't do this at all when Julia was here. It, like, it, it didn't get confused at all. It had pretty ready responses for everything. And I remember the first time we did it, sometimes it would just get locked up and bogged down. Um, come on, AI. Nothing? No, I mean, it's still spinning. The, the little loading thing is still going. I don't know why it's taken so long. Maybe it doesn't know how to stab a statue. <laughs> it never occurred to this computer. Damn you. I can't go back because it's still in a loading queue. Shit. Well, next I'm going to call Bob. Okay, i got to figure out how to get, get out of this somehow. Hold on. be able to get us back to where we left off by reloading the whole thing. Riveting. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> it's great audio. This is phenomenal. Blake, sing us a song. Um, I'm Well, right now I'm looking at pictures of the Beast of Gavodal. Because I need one for my bathroom. <laughs> you you want to see the thing that creeps you out more than anything when you are taking a shit. I don't usually poop in that one, so it's all right. Oh, it's the pee room. Okay, I think that's it. I think you killed the alpha and howl, howl in triumph because now it just says connecting Hooray. to servers and it won't connect. You won't even get to report back to Bob. Damn, so our adventure is over now? Adventure is over. I traveled back in time to the present to kill a statue. Yep, turned into a, a werewolf. Yep. Left all the Hitler zombies where they were. Didn't see a single one. You didn't You didn't bang the pink-haired mutant chick. I didn't even think of that. Ugh. 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 Because I'm not a gross mutant pervert. I'm not a mutant. You're not mutant sexual. <laughs> I'm pretty happy it let me transform. <laughs> I, like, I like that it just decided it was a wolf. Yeah. Because yeah. what else would you transform into? I guess I should have been, tried to be specific. Transform into a car. <laughs> transform. <yeah. laughs> I transform into a transformer. So now I can transform into additional things. 
But you can't ever go back to being a human after you transform into a transformer. Just always a robot that oh, can turn into a truck. It's a bitch. But then if you scan other things, because in the movies you just scan a thing and then suddenly you can turn into that instead. Oh, they can change what they transform yeah, into? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Michael Bay. It's dumb. Except uh, Bumblebee, the new one, was pretty good. It was I haven't seen it's it. actually a good movie. I have some movie recommendations for you because we watched a bunch of movies over the last few but, days. I told you, you about Guns Akimbo, right? Yes, so, that I want to see it. Yeah, everybody watch Guns Akimbo. Daniel Radcliffe gets guns uh, bolted to his hands and has to go in, in a killing contest. <clears throat> uh, and then we watched The Invisible Man. Really fucking good. Oh, the new one? The new one. And, Looks good. And uh, we watched... Palm Springs, uh, Andy Samberg's new movie on Hulu. It's it's a Groundhog Day take, right? It's like a time loop movie, and mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to tell you. It's I'm going to tell you it's very very good, and it's a time loop movie because I a- anything else I tell you can spoil some of uh, okay. the brilliance of this film. Uh, and then shit, what else did we watch? Oh, The Old Guard on Netflix with, with Charlie Theron. It's kind of a Highlander type of deal. There's a bunch of immortal warriors who kind of like try to always do the right thing through the centuries. And uh, they like recruit a new warrior, like the the first new immortal in 200 years. It's really good. Really good action movie. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. The new Perry Mason's really good. Yeah. I watched the first episode. I really liked it. Watched it yesterday. You watched it? Almost made me late to hanging out with Alina. (laughs) You watched Doom Patrol yet? Uh, I watched a, a significant amount of first season. Yeah, like a year ago. It's super silly. Yeah, I just I, I, I never get, I put it down and didn't come back. Mm-hmm. It was cool though. I liked that they were. I, I liked how silly it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I think that's it for this episode. It's a, it's a bad ending. It's a it's a <laughs> kind of an anticlimax the, for our AI dungeon this time it's around. The AI's fault. It it didn't come back around into being interesting it was just weird we crashed the whole time it. and that yeah and then we crashed it by transforming and trying to stab a statue so uh blake any any final thoughts before i play it oh, i should have brought my net gun you, oh yeah how could you forget I your forgot talking about the net gun the whole time before we started recording and then Shit. i had any weapons i wanted uh-huh. and i didn't get screwed up i mean you did kill some dudes with your mp5 i did yeah I right. punched a guy to death. Now play us out. Here we go. Whoa, that's bad. This is boss. What is this? It's called Road Trip by Scott Holmes. I got it from the royalty-free music website I usually go to. This sounds like an anime open. Pretty sweet. I wish I had, like, ready anime lyrics and half Japanese, half English. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening to our uh, dumb little show. We'll be back next week probably with uh more hidden zoo and uh august 1st august 1st at 3 p.m hold on let me confirm this good thing this is a pretty long track um we are doing a a live recording with multiple friends of the show coming as guests uh to uh virtual gen con indie uh yes so august 1st saturday at five o'clock eastern time we'll be on facebook live link to be shared on the day of uh, talking all sorts of uh, random shit about silly cryptids uh, for anybody who wants to come and listen to us and recording it as an episode of the show. So thanks very much, everybody, and maybe we'll see you in the Facebook chat. Bye.